This is The LPV Show, a weekly discussion from the world of photography and photo books. Here is your host, Brian Formals. So we just had a good meal, though. Thank yes. you. Thank you You're so welcome. much. It was amazing. Jeez. You're welcome, yeah. You're a, little, a, little, a little quiche. Yeah. Photographer and chef. Yeah, yeah photographer and chef. An amazing salad. And uh, the salad was very good, yes. Yeah. The dressing was very surprising to me. I've never listen, had that. You cannot go wrong with uh, soya sauce and lime. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you guys very much for hosting. We're in Long Island City. You're welcome. Great, great to have you here. Yeah. With, uh, I, I, think, I feel like I keep saying your name wrong. Mateo. Mateo. Yes, Mathieu. 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 But, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I grew, up, I grew up in Venezuela, uh-huh. so there they used to call me Mateo. Mateo. But he's also French. But, yes, I born in France, and, and my name, my actual name, you write it as Mathieu, M-A-T-H-E-U. Okay. Yeah. And then Olia, who has, like, ten different names. I do, yeah. Olia, Olga, Helka, right? Yes. Did I get them all? <laughs> <laughs> who are you today? Yeah, who are you? Who are you today? Um, I think today I'm going with Olia. Olia. Friends, okay. friends friendly. And Olia is. Uh, you do you call yourself a, a curator of the ten by ten photo books, or were you an author, editor? Uh, I I don't know a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. So I call myself co-founder. Co-founder. 10. And ten by ten photo books. That was basically so you did the ten by ten Japanese photo books. 10 by 10 American, that was just online, right? Um, so both of them were actually reading rooms uh-huh. and online and publication. Oh, there's a 10 by 10 American too? Photo books? Yeah. Yes. Oh. And it's even, a, it's even a catalog of 10 oh. by 10. We have, oh. they, I mean, we, they have two catalogs. But the one that just came out is the Japanese one. Japanese. So I went a little bit backwards. We did 10 by 10 Japanese first. Uh-huh. Then we did... 10 by 10 American with publication. Uh-huh. And then two years after Reading Room, yeah. we did uh, 10 by 10 Japanese publication. Yeah, so that just came out and you did it in an edition of how many? Um, this one, 400. 400? 400, yeah. Okay. That's not bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's turning off the heat. Yeah, it's our first. It has a little noise there. It's, it was, a, it was, uh, it the was the sound a, guy is, <laughs> is putting me this face. Like, <laughs> what the heck is going on here? I understand yeah. him. It sounded well, like music from someone's phone. Uh, yes, <laughs> it was the first really kind of cold day in New yeah, York. Yeah, it is. It's very right? windy. Yeah. It's yeah. Freezing. Yeah, it's like the 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 winter is kind of showing. Yeah. His sure. game. Yeah, so now all, <laughs> little the ra- by little. all the radiators and all the apartments in New York are kicking in. And, and it's funny because in New York, they don't have these, I mean, radiators are on or off. Right, right. It's like, you're yeah, yeah. 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 Or you're in Miami in the middle of the summer or you're in Siberia. Yeah, exactly. There's nothing in between. Yeah. So. You're just sweating. Like, I have oh, to open, open my windows. Yes. Yeah, open everyone windows opens the windows. Like, yeah. 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 It's not very green, but it's warm. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, New York, man. New York. So, so we talked about um, 10 by 10 photo books, but you are also working on a pretty big project right now. Yes, yes. Monsanto. Uh, Monsanto. You're, 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 you're really, you're really I, aiming for... Uh, I, I better finish that thing because everybody's talking about, yeah, okay, how is the project? 
It, you got some. You've already gotten some of the online buzz, the Huffington Post, and yeah, a bunch it, of different places. It, what was the name of um, Feature Shot? Has a, uh -huh. and a, a lot of people who work in in uh, with organic and and health issues uh, are very they're being interested too on the on the subject. So I have like yeah a little preview of what I'm doing and and yeah. So you're basically but you're basically taking a look at the repercussions of Monsanto's whole what they've done over their entire kind of like yeah business, what right? what I'm doing is a. Um, no many people know the history of Monsanto, uh -huh. and Monsanto is a corporation who have like 115 years, maybe a little bit more. Right. So my idea is to, to show what happened in the past and a little, show a little bit of what is going on right now. But it's a lot about the past uh -huh. and, and how, we, how this corporation is not only about GMOs and, and all these uh, lawsuits against farmers and right. trying to get control on seeds, but also talk about what happened before. So like that, we can have an idea of maybe what is to come with all right. these new GMOs right. and, and and it's you know a lot of contaminated places in the United States. So, so you have to do a lot of traveling for that. Yeah, yeah, over. yeah, yeah. For the last two years and a half, I've been three years. I've been traveling all around United States, a, a photographing people and places that are being deeply affected by this corporation, Monsanto. So uh, yes, I, I'm trying. I'm doing a chronological. It's a photographic investigation on Monsanto, and it's, it's kind of chronological. Right. Um, so how do you find the people? How do you find your subjects? You know. So uh, the first thing really was to try to under... Monsanto is a very complicated story because it's so big and so they did so many products and very so many... Diverse. Yes, yeah. very, so many cases of contamination. It's, all their products have in one way or another one are being very harmful uh -huh. to humans, to uh, nature, uh, from, you know, I mean, they did Agent Orange, for yeah. example, or, sure. or, or saccharin, yeah, yeah. or PBC. Uh, so are, are you afraid Monsanto's not going to be too happy about this? <laughs> no, I think, I mean, I'm a small fish. I think yeah. they're, they're bigger, bigger people wor yeah. to worry about. But isn't it like coal, like the people who photograph coal, like I remember talking to Shelby Lee Adams, or like he gave a, um, a talk where I was in New Orleans and he was talking about like there's some things that you just don't photograph regarding the coal industry because they'll, they'll come after you. Hmm. He's like, you just know you do not do that, you know, because yeah. they will <laughs> they yeah. retaliate. You, you, you know, know, it's interesting. I was, at the beginning of the year, I was in, in Winter Tour. They invited me for the, the, the photo museum in Winter Tour uh -huh. to, it's like, show your work to curators, blah, blah, blah. Uh, anyway, and I was there and one guy who worked for many years in corporations, uh, he was a lawyer for corporations. Uh -huh. The first thing he told me when he saw the dummy <laughs> is like, you need to get a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for like, you need to get a gallery, so you need to get a... Uh, no, the first thing he told me is, you need to get a lawyer yeah. because these guys are they won't be happy about they won't it. Be happy, right? But at the same time, I mean it's so many people hitting on Monsanto, yeah. you know, like so let's see. I mean, I, I'm not worried I, I have nothing in life, so yeah. I don't know what they can come after. No, but you why not go I mean that's what I think it's admirable about it. You just you go you're going right to the right at them. No, know? yeah, I think I think but it's, it's about the people. It's not really about them, it's about the people. 
right? I mean, it's about what has happened to the people. Yeah, of- sure, but it's about them too. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a way of, of a, you know, saying that Monsanto is, is not good for our future, <laughs> or, or at least the way they are Do it right. doing it right now. I'm not saying that, that everything is evil in Monsanto, but, but it's so much bad things going on that, sure. of course. But so yes, it's about Monsanto, but it's, it's, it's the story of Monsanto tell by people who suffer mm. the consequences of, of bad policies, of contamination, of all these things. But it also, in a broader perspective, it's also about corporations too, and how, corpor- you know, how corporations are exerting this power and what happens to people, you know? Yeah, and sure. The consequences. And, and hey, Monsanto is not the only one, but right. Monsanto is the perfect. They usually have someone in the Food and Drug Administration in charge that's been revolving doors. Yeah. Yes. No, but Monsanto is like a, Monsanto has been working in so many things and has done so much harm that that is really like the perfect sample of an evil corporation yeah. <laughs> and, and and how. Of course, they're not the only one. I mean, if you if you the 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 uh, Knox Brothers. Uh, yeah. Uh, Co- uh, Co- Co- Coke brothers, Coke yeah. brother, for example. Yeah. Uh, uh, I mean, when you see what they do, uh, yeah, maybe we better stop talking about these people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, but, but no, what, what, what is interesting about Monsanto? What is interesting yeah. about Monsanto right now is that they want to get a hold in the food industry. They want uh-huh. to control that. So, and this is a major issue for the future of of everybody. Yeah. So this is why it's even more interesting than any other corporation. Right, right, and, right. And so, yeah. So how does the, is this, uh, it's funny, both of the, so we just, we had Yoshi and Tamara were a couple, and now we have, it's like the couple, yeah. uh, couple back-to-back episodes. So how does his, is this a project making him crazy? I mean, is this, is this what's the outside <laughs> perspective of you watching a photographer take on a project like this? I'm kind of curious about that. It doesn't make him crazy. <laughs> <laughs> More so. I mean, but that's two and a half years you've been working on it, so it's kind of... Uh... But, you know, it's, um, I think it's also interesting to see how everything coming together. Because uh-huh. he's been working on it for, I guess, two and a half years, but he was thinking about it even more. Uh-huh. And how kind of like looking at photography books and different, you know, people working in something very different but in a way similar right. helps him to bring everything together and kind of like taking it as like step further and right. putting his ideas together so that yeah and kind of goes back to what we're talking about conceiving it conceiving of the project as a book and in the end like this is something yeah, the, wanted, the, yeah. from the beginning this project is a book yeah so everything i, I photograph and the way I, I i i mean the way i photograph yes everything uh-huh. is with the idea of making a book at the at the end, so even if the war, if the if the the story, the, the project is not finished, I'm already laying out, and yeah. and you know, so everything is. Yeah, I, thinking I, about it as a book. As know, a book, like. yeah, yeah. So you're lucky to have a photo book expert, right? In your, in your Listen, <laughs> I, I, she's a lot been, of pressure. A lot of pressure. She, oh, she's oh, been wow. a big big motivation yeah. for me. So she's yeah. So yeah, how yeah. did you, how, I mean, I was amazed at the uh, New York Book Fest. I mean, she knows everyone. Literally, you walked in there and you know every publisher, you know all these people. It's amazing. 
Like, how did you get so immersed in photo books? I mean, was it through the internet or was it just through, you know, networking or obviously networking, but I mean, going to events and things like that or what? I'm very curious. Um, I guess that's a little, little bit of everything. Uh-huh. It's, you know, starting collecting photo books, talking to photographers, meeting people, asking questions, kind of like uh, featuring books on my blog mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. I write about photography, photography books, and uh, and just, you know, building community. Right. Because I, I also started the Facebook group on photo yeah. books with the idea that, you know, anybody related to photo books can be part of it. And it's a know. huge group. It has, like, how many people in it now? It's oh, like... my God. I think it's... Uh, it's, I think it's almost 7,000. 7,000? 7,000. Yeah, it's a lot, man. But yeah, no, and and then, it's interesting because it's very, very consistent. Because we see in many groups on Facebook, like things go, you know, yeah. a little bit of everything. Uh, Oli ha has, you know, keep it curated, let's mm -hmm. say, like, you know, a very high yeah, standard yeah, of yeah. the people who participate, of the things they're showing. So so this is, this is great. She really take care of you know, making sure making it's, it's yeah. good and, and so the community. How, how did you get involved with the, the folks at ICP though? Right? Matthew Carson. Um, yeah, sorry, it was uh, 10 by 10. Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, I was writing my blog and I started to organize photo book meetups. With uh -huh. The idea of people coming together and bringing books and just talking about photo books from their collection. Uh -huh. And through photo books and the photo book group on Facebook, I met uh, Rasset Lederman, uh -huh, uh -huh. and she collects Japanese photo books. Uh -huh. She's like one of those people who knows like everything about Japanese photo books, uh -huh. so like a lot. <laughs> and uh, they have an amazing collection. And they have like a beautiful collection. So. I invited her and her husband to bring some of Japanese books to the photo book meetup. And you know, it was like photo book meetup with a focus on Japanese photo books. Uh -huh. And other people brought like few books from their collection, but they brought, you know, like, I don't know, maybe how many? 15, 20 books. Yeah, they I mean, whatever they brought <laughs> was <laughs> like, okay, yeah, yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is yeah. another story here. <laughs> so oh, yeah. they brought books and we were talking about it and we were like, wow, this is, this is amazing. You know, it's like bringing together people and talking photo books and showing Japanese photo books. And I think it was in uh, maybe somewhere like July 2012. Uh -huh. And we had this idea of bringing Japanese photo books, but like contemporary what is happening in Japan today. Because, you know, you probably know more what's happening in Japan post-war. Right. But what is happening today is kind of like less known. Yeah, unless I mean, you're like a collector, right? But Japan's like photo photography culture is insane. I mean, it's amazing. And the photo book culture as yeah. well, right? I mean, it's just very, because, you know, we're both friends with Dan Abbey, right? And yeah. he's another one who's yeah. really big in the Japanese photo. And I mean, yeah, they have, in Japan where they have the photographers, like three or four of them get together and have their own gallery show. And like they keep it open for like a couple weeks. And they're like always there every single night. So they're very hands-on with the photographers. Like, yeah, with, they, the, with the printing. I yeah. mean, it's a, such a printing culture. And, Before photography, they right. were like, I mean, so advanced yeah. in printing. And, I mean, and what else another thing I really respect about Japan is they really like value the amateur photographer. They don't, you know, I don't think they're as like fussy about like status as we are in, in the States or the West, you know. Mm. Like the amateur is very, you know, they legit and they go and they put on their gallery shows and they're seen as, you know, legitimate photographers, you know. 
Yeah. I gotta go to Tokyo, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're the only. I know. Where are we going? Yeah. Let's all, let's get out and play. We have, yeah. a, a ten by ten had an exhibition in Tokyo with the American photo books. Yeah. Uh, Did you go to yeah. it? No. Uh, no, I couldn't. I couldn't go, but uh, Rasset and Matt, you went. Yeah. So we were talking about how like ten by ten happened and why ICP. So like we had the photo book meet up and we had this idea, why don't we bring Japanese photo books to New York and show it to people? Right. And we were kind of like thinking, oh, New York Art Book Fair is happening like in a few months. Maybe we can kind of like do our show at the same time and maybe close to uh, PS1. So people, you know, will be kind of like easy for people to stop by and see what we've done. Yeah, yeah. So we were looking for locations around PS1 and then I said, the ICP, they have a studio for um, MFA Bart Studio. Yeah, yeah. Just like a right. few blogs. And Russet, she was writing a blog for uh, ICP Library, uh -huh. Monsters and Madonnas. Uh -huh. So we had a meeting with them and we kind of like had a suggestion of our project. And that's how it all started. Nice. So you, you like the organizing, the editing. Do you take your own pictures too? Um, a little bit. A little bit? <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't interest you as much as doing, doing the other stuff, the editing and the curating and the collecting? Well, I think it helps me to take better pictures. Uh-huh. Yeah, be of like, course. Yeah. You, you know, look at it from a different angle and kind of like always try to be a little bit better. So you're working on your own projects then too. Is she, maybe, I have to, maybe I should ask you. Is she, is she, is she working on, on any secret projects? She had a beautiful series of the, of the United Nations that I really like. She's been photographing the United Nations for a very long time. Oh, really? And I, and I love wow. that. And I always tell her, you should put this together and, and try. But I think she's too timid about her photography. I think oh. she, she should like, she should do a little bit more with. But, but yeah, she, she has seen her six a six by six Bronica or Bronica. She yeah. photographed sometimes hmm. with it and, and I like this UN idea. I mean because that's where you that's you work there, right? That's my secret job. That's your secret job. Yeah. yeah. Are we gonna have to cut this out? Yeah. <laughs> We're getting very uh, top secret and political with like the corporations mm. and geopolitics here. Jeez. Yep, yep, yeah. We kind of like that kind of So uh, far we subject. have Koch brothers and Monsanto coming after us. Yeah. I think that is enough with these two guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, everyone's kind of like, ooh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, in, in 30 years when you're retired, I look forward to seeing the top secret. The top secret. The top secret UN project. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> So Bronica, huh? a little an old Bronica. We bought it. We bought, we would have used used Bronica in, in yeah, in maybe Alabama. like three years ago. Three years ago, yeah. Yeah, it's very heavy. Are you shooting with black and white or color? Um, I guess mostly color, but I, yeah. On yeah. the Bronica, is it still like through the? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the old. It's like, the old. I don't know how many kilograms. So <laughs> first, I try to carry it with me, and just like in case I want to take a picture. <laughs> Oh, it's too, it's really, it's bulky, it's heavy. It is heavy. Oh, man. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of a bummer. You know, especially when you have, just have your phone with you, which is much easier. You know? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, you, but, but you, so you're mostly 
But you shoot four by five for this project. Or is this all digital? I'm, I'm shooting four by five and and six by seven negative color, and uh, I'm I'm kind of I want to switch to a medium format digital yeah, soon. Yeah. Because well, I remember you telling me that you actually taking the pictures is like the least enjoyable part for you. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm I'm I really enjoy the 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 conception of the pro of the of, of the project uh -huh. so you know the original idea and how this kind of blurry thing will will come together as a doable idea, project right okay oh I can do that it makes sense uh -huh. and and I like also the part when everything is done or when everything is being done to put together the pieces and to right. construct the the photography part I like a lot the traveling. Uh -huh. I enjoy. I, I do days of traveling. I, I take my car and I travel to the south of the United States, to the Midwest, and I go by myself. I really enjoy that, uh, and I enjoy, you know, encounter and people. It's fun. Sometimes you go together. And and yes, it's yeah. true. Yeah. It's like all these weird places you would. Yeah. Yeah. We, never end up, we went to you know? places that. <laughs> what the hell are we doing here? <laughs> But but yes no I, I I enjoy taking taking pictures. The problem is that uh, uh, for me it's a little stre stressful. Uh -huh. uh, the the taking pictures thing, always pushing myself to I couldn't do better. I maybe I'm not the kind of photographer who can stay for very long time with photographing somebody in a farm. I'm not the kind of photographer who asks. Who like to ask a lot for their subjects uh -huh. either I kind of yeah so how long when you shoot when you when you're on when you're on scene with somebody on set like how much how much time do you take with I'm them? getting better now yeah. I'm, I'm taking more time now uh, uh, but but I'm very fast I, I well I like that it's like why well, don't waste your time you know? he's amazing with people you know, yeah, he's, he's being modest, like, right? He's, he's like, he no, knows how to talk to people and he knows how to make them feel comfortable. Yeah, but I should explode more, explode, you know, like have these people like, okay, half a day there yeah. sitting and yeah. until I really, but sometimes I think that when you spend too much time, when the subject is spend, spend too much time in front of the camera, it starts becoming a little bit more some people say that more time you spend with the subject, they become more easy Relaxed, with you. Yeah. But I think for the kind of things I photograph, at least, this is people who is not expecting obligatorily me to be there. This is people right. that sometimes I travel and I say, oh, go to this guy's house. Uh -huh, so uh -huh. I go there. Hey, you have a few minutes to take a picture. This is what I'm doing. Uh -huh. Okay. And sometimes when you spend too much time with them, they're like, oh, guy, I have other I shit to do in life, you know? But wasn't it, I think it's Alex Soth who says he wants, he, he lets them sit until he sees that they're completely bored. Like, and like, once they get really weary and start to let everything go, that's when he makes a picture. Like, he wants them sitting there so long that they think about it and they think about it and then they just finally kind of like... Fuck, now, like, this is why he takes such a good picture. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it, I shouldn't think about that before. <laughs> oh, God. That's it? He told you that? No, no but in one of his many interviews, I mean, he does an interview every three months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I think, listen, I think it, 
every photographer have his way of doing things. Yeah. And I'm sure my one is worse than him, obviously. Right, right. But, <laughs> but no, but I I just I just don't like to I just don't like to bother people. Yeah. I wanna be very 100%, 100%. clear. I don't like to go to a house and do this kind of state for three days no, to no, photograph no, their life. No. I know what I want and, and I need a portrait of somebody who did this. And there you go. I'm I'm, I'm more interested no and this maybe my career is over after this, <laughs> but I'm I'm very interested in how all this story will come together. Right. And a portrait of somebody is just a little piece of all this. Yeah, yeah, all, and this is why I enjoy so much the before and the after, uh -huh. you know, yeah. more than just getting there and photographing. So, yeah, the editing and putting it together. And put, so I, I, I really, I'm always satisfied and this is maybe something bad, I don't know, but I'm, I'm satisfied very quick with the picture I take. Of course, sometimes it doesn't work, it doesn't work, and I arrive home and I realize I should spend more time with this person. Yeah. But most of the time, I like the expressions, and, and also I need to say that I don't spend so much time with them sitting, but the way how I approach them before and the way right. I talk to them before I even set my camera. Yeah, you, and, yeah and I mean, you said you, the moment you interact with them, you're starting the photo. So, really, so right? there you go. I, I, I have, I, I prepare a lot of my subjects even before I put the camera. Yeah. When I put the camera, it doesn't take too long to well, take the Well, it's like portrait. that bedside manner of the doctor, right? You know, how you talk to the patient. <laughs> yeah, way, yeah. You know, maybe it's a bad analogy, but it is how you kind of, you know, from that moment yeah. you introduce yourself. And, and, and I think after a while, it does, yeah, sure. And this depends what you're photographing. You can have your subject sitting down there for an hour and they become bored yeah. and they start doing these poses. <laughs> but you're interested on poses right. that are, after one hour, the subject is bored. Yeah. This is, you know, you think this bring amazing pictures. But, yeah. Fantastic. I think maybe the pictures is the first four shots. And the rest is just his bore, and this is not <laughs> right, him right, anymore. Well, no, no, told me that he prefers the subjects to be feel as awkward and like uncomfortable as possible. Yeah. So like he wants them to be completely yeah. like. But even Ben, yeah. he used to put people in a corner <laughs> in his yeah, studio, right. yeah. and you know, like oh, we are an old thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm not looking for that. I'm just looking. I mean, I'm photographing people who is who are being victims right. of contamination. Right. They are already in a very mm, bad situation. They have cancer, or their house is fucked up because the river is already contaminated. I want to arrive there and make them feel yeah, more yeah. uncomfortable, no, 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 no. Yeah, or trying to make definitely. feel them awkward. So yeah. this is why I, I I think I'm already asking a lot from yeah. these people, and these people are opening their door to show me something that is very personal and not only personal, but it's also very painful oh, yeah. in some way. So at less time I bother them, it's better. Yeah. Uh, uh, now you can be also, you know, this like, it's not about my pictures. It's about what is happening. It's about this story. And, and, and a picture, the story is not one picture, it's 100 pictures. So. You know, it's not about this 
only portrait and it's not only about this landscape it's about something bigger so maybe that doesn't mean that I don't pay attention to each picture or, or but I think everything comes together at the end and, and, and I think you know being quick with people you photograph I think you like the people who spend one hour until the subject is bored and they get something from them, I think I get something too when you just sit there, great, look at me, perfect, okay, yeah, pam, pam. You get something, some immediacy. Man, you got it. So, and speaking of, speaking of it all coming together, I think we're going to take a break and come back and look at some very interesting books. everyone's glass like I'm filling up my own glass. <laughs> this is probably not a good idea. Well, there goes that bottle. There goes that bottle, yeah. Mm. So we're, uh, we're back and we got, we got an, a selection of three books. And these are all Latin American books, right? This is, yes. So we're, yeah. we're going yeah. into... Uh, there are two, one, one from Brazil, yeah. Mito Poemas, and two from Venezuela. Okay, mm. but this one was made, uh, the Par Badger book. The most recent one, right? Photo book. Yes, this one. This no, one. I think this one was in the in the second one. Oh, in the second. In the second one, okay. one yes. Second this one. is the first edition uh -huh. of. Um, Maybe you should mention which one. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, sure. Para verte mejor, América Latina. What means to see you better, uh, Latin America, or kind of to know you better, Latin America. Uh, so this by is the, Paolo by Paolo Gasparini, yes. Mm -hmm. He's an Italian-Venezuelan photographer. And <clears throat> this is a trip in Latin America. He took like, I think, two years mm -hmm. to travel all around Latin America. And he photographed in the, in the 70s, uh, beginning of the 70s, uh, in Latin America. And a lot of things were happening politically and culturally. In Latin America at that time, uh, a lot of you know all this lefty socialist movement in Latin America, trying to bring down dictators and and trying to get rid of the United States as the, the main power in Latin America. So this book shows is is a trip in many many different Latin American. So it's countries. kind of, it's a black and white photograph docu documentary. I mean it's very you know you get the feeling it's Robert Frank Walker yeah. Evans. Yeah. It's in that this, vein yeah, of pictures, Actually, right? this book is kind of, of uh, the Americans of Robert Frank, oh. but a Latin American version. Right. <laughs> uh, a right. little bit more raw. Uh, mm -hmm. It doesn't have this Swiss touch. Uh, <laughs> it's a little bit more, and, and it's very, very political. Yeah. And, and it's full of text. And the design, the way the text is put, you know, the text it, it takes a very important part on it. You can see, like, Huge text in bold. Black. We have we'll have we have spreads uh, on the and, blog, and and so it, it talks a little bit about it, it how at that time and I think still 
Latin America, you know, poverty mm -hmm. and, and how uh, the military religion. So did he was he wrote all the text himself? No, no, no. Okay, no, no, so no. who wrote the text? The text was written by. Uh, all these Latin American names. All these Latin American names. I have it. A, uh, I will tell you that in a second. <laughs> but the text was written by. We're all on the edge of our seat now. We're going to to edit this part. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. <laughs> This is all I don't have it here, the, right. the, 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 the writer. That's all right, we'll uh, put it in, we'll, it's, oh, in, it's in the blog. We'll add some crickets there. We'll add, we'll add some crickets there. <laughs> uh, the text is by Edmundo Desnoes. Okay. And I don't know too much he, about, about him. And he's but a, a journalist, I know much, a writer? He's a, he's a writer, yes. Okay. Well, obviously uh, a writer. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and, and, I mean, what, what is interesting in, in this book is... It's really the, the vision that Paolo Gasparini uh, gave of Latin America, and and. Well, I just love. I mean, like I said, it's you know the. the I think the, it's very interesting. Is how raw is this book, yeah. and how raw is the photography? You know, it's like no filters. It's street for. I mean, it's, it's street. It's documentary street photography. photography it's, straight, it's straight photography. It's straight, it's like straightforward. Yeah. Even yeah. The, the paper and stock the paper, is yeah. very and, much and, like a newspaper almost. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and this book feels really old too. It's got this. It's, it's a, a seventy yeah. seventy three. Yeah. So this is probably pretty valuable. So when I put this in my backpack, you won't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'll probably yeah, miss it, huh? It is, yeah. Yeah. Oh. But there's also a reprint of this book that was done like okay. just a couple of years ago. How did you Actually, get this my, book? My, How did you get it? My my godfather gave it to me. My godfather oh, is, wow. is a friend of the of the photographer in Venezuela. So he got it uh, uh, when it was just. Publish and and so I got it as a as a present and but I'm very happy years, because I couldn't I, I couldn't afford that book <laughs> <laughs> and it was in the in the in the in the box of protest book of uh, Martin Parr as well hmm. so it's a part of, of that that collection yeah so if anyone's listening and they think they're gonna go out and buy it they're probably not <laughs> what right? you're probably not gonna be able to go out and buy this book huh? you you can buy it but yeah. you need jam yeah, I and you need to have the money to it <laughs> you need to have some investors and the <laughs> to, to, to pay for it but but i mean i think is is and i think that book is still very even relevant to, today yeah, like it's relevant very to, relevant yeah. and what is what what is happening in venezuela <laughs> oh boy, the wine what is happening in Venezuela and, and you know in all Latin America? I think, uh, I think it's still very, very relevant. And, yeah, repercussions. And, and how, how you know the militaries have so much power and and the church and how the poor is still very poor and and. Right, they're just beautiful pictures too. I mean, like there's. I mean, yeah, they're very raw. It's not. It's not even that they're beautiful pictures. You, it's just like. Can you read one of these pages? Yeah, sure. I'm, yeah, yeah you're, you're flashing. Yeah, I'm just oh, curious. Like this one. <laughs> it's in Spanish, so we're having. <laughs> no, can you translate? You're going to read it in English, right? Is he reading in Spanish? Maybe we well, should find something no, a little bit shorter. Let's, let's, let's do Yeah, this is, I mean, from the medieval sotanas. What is sotanas? Sotanas is what the, 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 the priest, the clothes of the priest, they have these uh, sotanas. It's, it's like they dress. So they. Actually, it's about the religion. No? They talk about 
Desde las medievales sotanas y el negro luto de las señoras. From the medieval sotanas, this uh, 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 religious father dress, to the... Wow, this is so complicated to translate. To the black, you know when somebody died that the woman's dressed in black? Uh -huh. So, uh, I don't know how you say that. They use that in the United States? Um, People dress in black they when, dress when in black. There, there's somebody yeah. very close die. To the blue jeans and the mini skirts. So, what they say pretty much here is, is all this mix in Latin America. So, how powerful is religion? And they talk about the priest and how they dress. Also, how religious is, you know, the old generations of, you know, when you die, you dress in black, it's very religion. But also, he talks about the miniskirts in the 70s, you know, it was just kind of new in Latin America, and the blue jeans. So, so he refers to that as how the different steps of society. Yeah, and how you know, like, like the, the contemporary is kind of mixing with the old with the the old, traditions yeah. and you have this everything kind of like... We need to understand that yeah. this is from the 70s. Yeah. So, so at that time, all these things change. were mixing yeah. together. Yeah. And mostly Latin America, you know, I think in the 60s and the 70s, Latin America for the first time was open to, to the world. Uh -huh. and, and not only the high class of Latin America, but also, you know, everybody was getting in touch with all the things from all around yeah. the world. So, so I think it, this is one of the things he tried to portray here. The opening of Latin America in this time. And how, as well, how even with this big opening, how people are still poor and people are still... Uh, uh, it's a, actually, it's a very socialist book. <laughs> it's, it's all about, you know, it's very influenced by the Cuban Revolution. Yeah. And yeah, I, I mean, I think it's... I'm sorry, I got distracted now. I got distracted <laughs> on the next book. I mean, we got this, so, so who's going to pronounce this one for me? <laughs> um, I think it's called Mitopoemas. Mitopoemas. Yeah. Okay. Mito 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 it's a mythical, mythical poems. Oh. So what's this one all about? And for? this is a book by uh, Barbara Brandley. She is a photographer from the Switzerland and she moved to Venezuela. She moved to uh, Latin America and she spent most of her time there. So this is a mix of poetry. In, in, Brazil. in, in Brazil, yeah. She, she lived in so Brazil. So these, it's like photographs of, is this in like indigenous art? Um, yeah, so she, um, she photographed a lot Yanomamis, the uh -huh. indigenous bribes in, uh, oh, okay. in Latin America and Amazonia, yeah. And for, so this book is not like pure, like it's not just pure photography. No, so, no. And this, she's more famous for her other books. She did one big book uh, about Yanomamis and Amazonia and... Uh, this book is less unknown, and I just found it on the internet, and it was kind of like no description and anything, and I just bought oh, wow. it, hmm. and it was like a big surprise because it's uh, really it was hard to find and anything. And it's mixed with poems, like it. there's poems all throughout. So like, what so she did, poems. she went to those bribes that she spent a lot of with Yanomamis, uh -huh. a lot of time, and she um, she asked them to draw 
She gave them a piece of paper and a pen and she asked them to draw life around them. And I think that was the first time oh, they wow. actually So that's the, that's the drawings we see here. So these oh. are the drawings and as they were drawing, they were also kind of like describing the world around them. So these are the poemas, the poems that and the, wow. the project. These beautiful transpa transparency, transparencies. Yeah. So, okay. so these are the people that's in their own words too. Yes. Poems. Wow. Yes. Yeah. You know, that really kind of like ties into what we say about like editing and archiving and like kind of, you know, the concept and... And she have, she have beautiful books. She has all her pure photography she's, books. Yeah, she's more famous for like her other book, Amazonia and yeah. Sistema Nervioso. No, no, Sistema oh, Nervioso is, is... Yeah, we're really getting an education here. I mean, this is really going to highlight my ignorance about Latin American <laughs> photography. <laughs> but it, yeah, I mean, it's good. Mitopoemas. Mitopoemas, yeah. Well, you can see the spreads on the, on the blog. Yeah, and it was interesting because it was uh, published, what it's called, by uh, this company that was producing typewriters. Huh. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. They like the typewriter company? Yeah, uh, it's right here. What is it called? Could you remind me? Uh... Olivetti? Olivetti, yeah. Olivetti? This is the company that produced typewriters. Huh. So and this book. book was made to kind of like promote Brazilian culture. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Because it's the indigenous, okay. Yeah. I was a little bit angry because the guy who, from whom I bought a copy, he just put it in like in an envelope, oh. like not, nothing else. So it kind of like arrived a little bit damaged, oh. but. Well, I mean, it adds to the character of the book, you know. The book looks <laughs> like they have, they, they've shown their, they have their wear and tear, you know. So you know the book's been used. Because, you know, you guys, some people who buy a book and then they just put it on their shelf and they never look at it, they never use it. Yeah. Or people yeah. that buy two books, if it's a popular book, they'll buy two versions of it, yeah. versions of the one that they can look at and then one for like collectors. I've talked about that with a lot of people. Yeah, we don't, we don't have the money for that. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> but I think like you buy a book, you should, if you're a photographer, yeah. you should look at the book. I mean, I'm yeah. like, that's yeah, why course. you should buy it, of right? Course. Not, yeah. you know, I mean, if you don't, you gotta get out of if it. you don't look at the, I mean, one of the things is that the books have, a lot of books have become these like precious, uh, thing and 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 really I mean if you see what I think I'm not a big expert but when you see I mean books is really the most uh, is the is the best not only the best way to show a photography yeah, world yeah. but it's the most democratic one yeah uh, uh, you can reach so okay many but people. is it actually though because if you make a thousand copies of the book only a thousand people are going to see it but if you put all those on the web you could yeah only a thousand could see it hundred thousand could see it of course yes now with internet maybe internet is the most maybe. democratic thing but something happened with internet that is the the physical the physical piece so what what you do with the physical piece uh, because yeah you can be a designer an amazing web designer but what happened with the the as other people say the book as an sculpture right and 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 so yeah it's, it's definitely not the same i mean paging through a book and like looking at the, the, the only problem with the web is but that it's also like more about connecting to work you know it's like when you compare a book to the exhibition because like when you look at the website it's still a little bit you kind of like you have you know because pages like a few minutes like yeah if you and go then, to the exhibition or you have a book and a web page get compare. lost in time 
I mean, I think, yeah, uh, 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 you know, and it's, I think the, one of the things with internet is that it's so uh, immediate. What is, can, what is at the same time is great, but uh, in a long stand, uh, 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 you know, a book. But, but is that also true? Because the internet is also about archiving stuff. Like you have these deep archives. You, like I said, we were talking in, with Yoshi and Tamara about these guys that have these huge backlogs of photographs on Flickr or these places like that. What does that mean in the future when people are going to be able to dig in? Uh, we don't know. To, we don't know. Yeah, you know? we don't know. Of I course. mean, A, Flickr could go bye-bye and blow out all their archive and be gone and you wouldn't have it or I don't renew my domain and there you go, it's oh, gone. You of know? course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All, but there's a potential for it to be there for a very, very long time. Yeah, but know? my question is how many people today is going back to things that they already right, saw? Right, yeah. So no, I don't a book, a book, or yeah. a book, I still taking it You're out of my shelf yeah. and seeing it. Web page? No, but that was funny. I was guys. just talking to Blake Andrews and Wayne Bremger and Mark Peter Drolet about the archives we have on Tumblr because my Tumblr is like seven years old and it sets seven years of stuff I've posted. But how many people go back to 2009 and look what I did, you know? What yeah. value is there? Does that have any value to anyone? Because who it, goes and looks at it? And, and one of the things of the internet, what attracts a lot of people to the internet is not archival, is what is new. Right. Internet is about what news. is new. Tomorrow is old. Bye. Yeah. And, is the, one of, and, and the thing is that it's so many new things every day that people don't need to look back. They They're always looking But looking forward. back is so fun. I do Google image searches and you go find all these random photographs from blog posts that are like five. I'm working on a project where I'm like doing all this deep research into the web and you find these crazy blog posts where people like eulogize their family members with like all these old photos and stories and so there's no, all the these things out there. there. Yeah, but yeah. not many people are using the internet no. in that way. But that's why it's something I think is exciting about work that you could do of using the internet as an archive and editing and curating and doing all these also, sort of but things. But it's like an it's extra not that old to be used as an archive tool. As but people, but as people upload old photos. Like all the Library of Congress is on Flickr, so they're putting all that stuff on. You have more and more people putting those old archives on, you know? Yeah, but this is, that doesn't, yes, but that doesn't belong to the history of internet. This is <laughs> something that has been added that is before internet. Right, yeah. I'm talking about the uh, real history of internet, yeah, yeah. A, a real archive of internet. Like for yeah. example, YouTube videos that were viral uh -huh, 10 uh -huh. years ago. Uh -huh. You know, yeah. that is a part of the archival of the internet. The right. thing of the National Library, all that is being... Yeah, you know, they're just putting their archive in their archive there. somewhere else. Yeah. It's, 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 it's more about access. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have access to an archival that already exists. I'm talking about the real archival of Internet. Uh -huh. Internet is so young that it doesn't have yet a, 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 an archival, you know, and people is using it. People is going back in 10 years and bringing things on Internet, but it doesn't have yet this memory. Inter and this is one of the things, the memory of Internet. It has memory, Internet. <laughs> right. What is the memory of the Internet? And, and 
it have to do with the archival. Well, that's way too philosophical for me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. After, after, after five glasses of wine. Yeah, right. what, is the, yeah, what is the memory of the internet? That gets a little too <laughs> techno-futuristic and existential for me. I don't know. Okay, let's, be let's, let's cut the wine. Uh, no, no, well, then they, it's like a living order. But I think that's interesting that we're you know, relating that to these old books that you can only get your hands on. You yeah, know? yeah. And that's one of the things that I like. If, digging into people's photo book collections. I come here and I can see these books mm. and then where else would I see them? Yeah, yeah. You know? And this so is why we so try to post the books, like photograph yeah, them yeah, and exactly. post them in internet. Yeah. So it, it become like a new publication yeah. of a notebook, a second life. Well, like Jeffrey Ladd, yeah. right? Jeffrey Ladd did the Errata editions where he yes, republished, republished the project. old, like out of, out of circulation books. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's a pricey kind of, I don't know how he did it. He went through some legal loopholes to pull. I don't know how he did it legally, but. It's not the books on books? Because no, it's the, errata editions. Like he re, I don't know how he republished them, but he. Because I know a, a, a publication that is, if they photograph the books uh -huh. and they put it on a book. Oh, so it's like you're right, seeing right. a book on a on book. book but yeah. You pass the pages and it's, I think it's called Books on Books or something. Books on something Books, like yeah. That. yeah. No, but that, I mean, you guys have an amazing photo book collection. Like, that's part, I think that's one of the good reasons of doing these photo book meetups. Yeah. Because you get in and you people bring three or four books and you get to actually see them. No, that's, oh, but one we of, have to share them. No? Yeah, one of the most beautiful things is to share other people looking at your books. You have so much pleasure. Uh, uh, sharing it with other people, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, because like, you're like you got it, you you you're excited, you, yeah. you got it, and it's every time I come over here, I feel it's like that. It's like you're, she's putting something in my face, and I'm looking at this, and it's like, where did this come from? I did not expect this book, you know. And I think that's yeah. There's like untapped potential there, you know. And in Latin America, it's a lot of it's a it's a very. In Venezuela, mostly a very important culture of, of, of printing and, mm -hmm. and, and photo Design. books and designing. Uh, you have people like uh, uh, Gasparini, uh, uh, Gasparini uh, uh, Sotillo, Alvaro Sotillo, that is an amazing uh, uh, designer. And, and, and if you see in the history of photography, uh, the book by My Martin Parr, mm -hmm. a photo book, uh, the history of, of photo books um, is for such a small a small country in the sense that Venezuela is not known by his photography. It's so many Venezuelan books. There are like 20 Venezuelan books. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and, and it's, it's mostly also for their photographers, but also yeah. because of their design. And, 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 and you know, I, I got to get into Venezuelan photography. Huh? <laughs> yes, yeah, and Venezuelan. You know, photo, you know, Tom Griggs, Photo Tezo, you know him? Like, he's covering, like, he's in Colombia. Yeah. And he's covering all like Latin American. Mm. He's like one of the only blogs that I've seen out there that's like, making an attempt, you know. No, no, they're and, and they all all these photography in Latin America is very very social and very very political. Uh -huh. you know? It's always uh, and it has to do with the history of Latin America, you know, political struggle and and, and all that. So do you feel like American photography isn't needs to be more political or is not political? I think enough? I think I think American photography is not political enough. No. 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 I think That's American it doesn't mean that it's better or or, 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 no. or no, worse. No. But it's not no. Is there think, really an outlet for it though when so many places deal with advertising and they might not want to be political? 
Is that the Well, you're saying like who would publish it? Yeah. No, that's true. I, yeah, I don't, I mean, I think when it's not a culture of, of political uh, content, yeah. I think the, the outlets is, is not there either yeah. because it's, you know, nobody is. But, but I think it, uh, maybe for a journalist is the most yeah. politically. I mean, I think Pete Brook, prison photography, do you know Pete Brook, prison yeah. photography? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, that's pretty political. I mean, that's, of course. Yeah. I, mean, yeah. I would not have yeah. thought, yeah. I really probably would no. not have thought much about the, pre the prison system and like he, the information he's brought to me is actually like, they are educated. You they know? are amazing, polit I mean, yeah. political <laughs> photography, but for, in comparison to the amount of photographers they are in this country, in comparison to other countries in Latin America, yeah. you see that in Latin America, photography is politically a lot. It's, yeah. you know, it's a lot of political photography more than anything else. In the United States, none. Uh, uh, and you, you have photographers uh, uh, that, yeah, they work in a lot of political things, but it's not as big in Latin America. And it's because the United States never had the same struggle of, of political struggle of Latin America, you know, Latin America. But do you think, I wonder if like American photojournalists think that they, the journalistic desire to be objective, right? You know, where they want to be objectively documenting the truth or what have you. Do you feel like Latin American photographers are more subjective? Like they really, they're coming from a socialist yes. perspective and they're, they have a point like it's, I, you know. I, I think they're so more, then, but more but why, visceral. But why isn't that propaganda then? It is propaganda. It is propaganda. But everything is, I mean, everything <laughs> is propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. This is photo book propaganda. And it's something yeah. very interesting. And, and because, uh, yeah, for a journalist, it needs to, need to follow certain rules yeah. that are necessary. Otherwise, the thing becomes corrupt. A, a, a whatever, you know, the, the daily news or whatever. What is this newspaper, <laughs> yeah. you know, the New York Post, all sensationalist. And sure, but. What I think in Latin America, photographers took the political st struggle completely personal. Yeah. And they say, this is my way of seeing this struggle. I'm not trying to be fair or not. Yeah. This is my vision. And I think, and, and I think this is what is interested in documentary photography uh, more than photojournalism. Yeah, but I think all the, I mean, that's, I think they're just lying to themselves when they think they aren't coming with a point of view. But I mean, even... I yeah, think, I think maybe that that's changing though. You know, I, you know Peter Van Acknell's book Disco Night Nine Eleven is pretty. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a yeah. great that's a great book. Yeah, I had yeah, a chance yeah, to see that. And yeah. he, I think that's one of the definitive kind of no, no. As documents I, I, of, as I, as I yeah. told you, there there are amazing photographers in this country yeah. working with very, uh, 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 you know, with political subjects. Like, it's amazing. But in comparison to Latin America, in the the amount of political photography has uh -huh. been producing that well, it's, it's a reflection it's, of the culture too probably where they're more and the political struggle I mean yeah. when you have a dictator in your country <laughs> right, and you're right. a photographer you know you, you you're gonna have an opinion you're gonna have an opinion so so but I mean I I, I think also that many photographers you know they photograph United States and, and more than a political view is a is a sociological view mm -hmm. and and i think that is very important too yeah. and and is it fits better in the needs yeah. of this country than you know well you're also i mean the united states is you know, 300 plus million people it's yeah 
the American South is different than the American. I mean, it's so huge and vast, and there's so many and the variety, different things going on that it's yeah. you know, incredibly difficult to, yeah. you know. So I, th I think there's something going on there. But man, geez, we're really hitting <laughs> <laughs> Koch Brothers, Monsanto, Latin American socialist politics. Like, this is maybe a little too messing with my brain here. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting but, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, uh, No, these are great books. I mean, yeah, I think pay attention is, to books from Latin America. Yeah, books from <laughs> and let us know if you find one cheap in internet. We <laughs> <laughs> will. Well, thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Great. Thank you for dinner, too. Oh, yeah. yes. Mm. Feel free to put uh, uh, captions. Oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're putting out there, Mateo is, uh, if you can never have uh, dinner at his, his and Olia's yeah. Accept the invitation. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you very much, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. It was a pleasure. We appreciate your support and hope you continue to enjoy the show. If you have any questions, please feel free to send them to info at lpvshow.com or connect with us on Twitter at lpvshow. The LPV Show is executive produced by Brian Formals and Tom Starkweather. Our score is by Tom Starkweather, who also mixes the show. Special thanks to Eddie Volanti and Brett A. Davis. Thanks for listening.